BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime. Boom shakalaka. This League Uncut is underway and on fire. This should be a good one. Friends, welcome in to the long-awaited return of this league uncut yes we are back and back just in time after wednesday on wednesday this week the nba was hit with a legit no holds barred true blockbuster trade damian lillard shipped from portland to milwaukee in a three-team deal, and then Thursday followed with the next blockbuster. Chris Haynes, star of this very podcast, with a very detailed, behind-the-scenes, inside look at how this trade came together, how Damian Lillard, with very little chatter about the Milwaukee Bucks, ended up being sent to Wisconsin to now partner with Giannis Antetokounmpo and form one of the starriest star duos in this league. I think if you've already read Chris's story, you understand why we did not do an emergency immediate reaction pod Wednesday after the trade. Chris obviously needed to report out that story. And if you haven't read the story, I urge you to read it. But we're going to get into tons of it here. Mr. Haynes. Good evening. We're recording this late Thursday night. And you threw a lot at us today, sir. Well, Stein, there was a lot. I'll tell you this. You said I threw a lot at you. There was a, still a lot of meat left on the bone. <laughs> <laughs> still still a lot of meat left on the bone. Well, let's well hopefully we'll get into so... some of that. Hopefully we will we will hopefully we will uh reveal some of that in this forthcoming discussion. Yeah, but it's that time again. It seems like Stein. Welcome, glad to be back, man. Yeah, no question. And look, it was, it was, it was, you know, a, a source of curiosity. I think around the league that how would Portland was Portland really treating media day as a deadline? How motivated were the Blazers to get this done and make a Dame trade before media day, before the season started? So they could truly move on. And as we've come to learn that after a very quiet second half of July and a very quiet August, things really did heat up in the back half of September. And the Blazers were determined to get this thing done before the new season started. And one of the many very interesting revelations in your piece is that when Damian Lillard and Joe Cronin, the Blazers general manager, when they met on September 5th, 
as it was becoming apparent to Damian Lillard that a trade to his preferred des- destination of Miami was not going to materialize. Damian Lillard, as you've reported tonight, offered to rescind his trade request and go back to the Blazers. And Joe Cronin told him no, that the Blazers were going ahead with trading him. And in your story, you talk about how Dame realized at that point he wasn't going to Miami. He didn't know where he was going yet, but he knew he wasn't going to Miami. And most of the league, 28 teams, media day is Monday. Dallas and Minnesota, because they're playing exhibition games abroad, they were able to start this week. Minnesota's media day was today. Dallas's media day was Friday. But everybody else in the league, media day is Monday. And now Portland has its deal and has its fresh start. But just just take us take us from there, I guess. Just, I mean, that, that was, you, you have a lot of stunning stuff in here, but the fact that Dame actually offered to rescind the trade request and stay a blazer for the short term to give them more time to make a trade and the blazers turn that down. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it just got really ugly behind the scenes and you know, a lot, there was a lot of developments that happened throughout the course of of this off season and, and this journey I should say, and I, I just couldn't bring it home at the time. Um, but I will say to Dame, like, yes, he he made an effort to say, you know, he would rather rescind his trade and come back if he was going to get traded to somewhere other than Miami. And he, you know, he was shocked to to hear that that wouldn't be allowed. Um, and so with that being said, it's still like there was still we weren't hearing much traction from any other teams. Um, you know, we heard, you know, we heard about Toronto and Minnesota. You know, there was there was some concern. Utah could jump in. Um, who else? Who else out was out there talking? Chicago. Um, they were doing they were trying to feel around. And so Dame thought, like, look, okay, you know, he's saying I might not be welcome back but if they can't get a trade done then i you know i would rather go and do what i've always done this time of year and that's show up to the practice facility you know around this time because this is the around the time where guys gather a few weeks before camp and they start doing their um their pre-camp routine schedules of um these are unofficial practices that take place and so he he went um like a few days after it was like literally the next week a few days after his meeting with joe cronin he went to the facility and he went for eight days and you know he he you know he told me that you know people were excited to see him and you know he hasn't been at the facility in a while and he had just got had his um his new house built it it took a few years to, to build this house from from scratch and his house has, his home actually has a full court plush basketball gym in there. And so he's been working, you know, he's, he spent the majority of the offseason working at, you know, basketball wise, working in in his um his gym in his home. And so he decided to go back to the practice facility and, you know, he said everybody was, was receptive. And, you know, he went in there for eight days and he, he said he saw Joe each and every day. And he didn't say not one word to him <laughs> during that time. So, you know, he, he didn't know. And he has a quote in there in the story of him not knowing if they felt like he was trying to cause a commotion or whatever. But, you know, he was just doing what he's been doing for, you know, 10 plus years already. And just going going into the facility getting ready because he, he didn't know where he was going to be. And so uh, it, it just got to a, it just got to an ugly place, man. And, and it was a, unsad and fortunate to to see it all come down to this. But there's a lot, Stein. There's a lot in there. I I, I forgot a lot of the shit that that that's in the story. And so uh, it, it, it's um at the end of the day, they had to pivot and think of other teams outside of Miami. And word trickled that trickled out to Miami. Excuse me. Word trickled out to Milwaukee that Dane would be receptive to going there if he was moved there. And from there, 
that's when the Bucks got on the move, and and that's what led us to to Dame and um Giannis teaming up. Yeah, I mean it's just that's going to be a spectacular pairing, and you know you've kind of talked about it a little bit that you know these guys have huge appreciation for each other. They have talked about playing together, and I think you you reported earlier this week about how, you know, Dame said, well, why, why can't we get you to Portland? And Giannis is like, well, why can't we get you to Milwaukee? And, and it ends up being Milwaukee. I mean, so, so, I mean, you you know, I always call you the world's foremost Dameologist. You think he, you think he's going to be good with this, that, that obviously Milwaukee is not South beach, but he is going to get a chance to play for a championship with a guy. I'm going to be, he really likes I'm going to be candid with you. I was on the phone with him when he got word he was going to Milwaukee. Like, I was live on the phone with him. And he was just really just speechless. Um, you know, he, he was he was saying, like, I got, I got to wrap my mind around this. I got to wrap my mind around this. That's, that's what he kept saying. And he, he was talking about his kids, you know, what is this kid's going to do? Are they coming? Are they, you know, was, you know, he, he, that's, that was what he was thinking. And, um, slowly over time, he started to think about the basketball side of it. He was like, yeah, this will be the the greatest team I've ever been a part of. You know, he was, he was like talking himself through it. Right. Like it, it was really like, he, you know how it is. Like when you, when you're with somebody or you or you're on the phone with somebody and they're just hit with this life's changing news and they're they're just they're just speechless for a minute and you can tell they're just taking it all in and that's what what I kind of caught you know I didn't I didn't catch them we just happened to be on the phone at at the time and um slowly I I would say so I would say probably a few hours afterwards you know, we were we were texting throughout, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm still thinking. I'm just informing the family, informing loved ones what's going on." But like as the day went on, Star, he got more excited and more excited, man. Like I and I think I think what really got him to that point as well. Uh, he finally read a text from Giannis that said, "Let's fucking get this championship." You know, so that that like really got his juices flowing right there, and uh, you know he he's ready, he's all in now. Like when when it first happened, I didn't know how long that type of a feeling he had initially. I didn't know how long that would last, but as he he start you know he started talking about the roster and looking out, you know I I was going over the roster with him at one point, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> like. They got Brooke, Portis. You know they didn't. They didn't really gut the team. You know, it's, it's, it's the team is intact. And you know, I forgot they got Malik Beasley right. out there. You know, Malik Beasley's our first, our first player um, guest on our podcast. And so, um, you know, he just started thinking, looking at the roster. He's I like, hope, okay. I hope, I hope Dame is the first player to to do two interviews on this podcast. <laughs> um. Look, I I, sure he will. I love this move for Milwaukee, and you it, it is definitely risky. I mean, Drew Holiday is a fantastic player who you see the frenzy that his availability is now sparking with yep. you know, Portland fielding all kinds of interest because everybody knows the Blazers want to trade Drew Holiday now, and Milwaukee doesn't win a championship without him and there's definitely going to be a hit on the perimeter defensively, but like this is, you know, Giannis has been so vocal this summer with the two interviews he in the New York times. And then on the 48 minutes podcast and he, you know, so openly kind of, you know, put it to the bucks that, Hey guys, I need to see something. I need to see more. And they turn right around very quickly and make a trade for Damian Lillard. I mean, can I sit here and guarantee that it's going to work? No. But as you said, the Bucks still have a lot of defensive-minded players on that team. This trade moves Chris Middleton to third star rather than second star, which I think helps him. But most of all, the Bucks are going to be able to 
no matter what happens, if this goes well, if it if it doesn't, if somehow Giannis still doesn't want to stay down the road, whatever, but the Bucks are going to be able to look their fans squarely in the face and say, we tried to do everything mm-hmm. to make Giannis happy. Yeah, I will say this. So also take people behind the scenes. Giannis called me. So when the, when the trade went down, I'm texting with Giannis and, uh, you know, we're texting back. And then he later on in the day, which was um, yesterday, yesterday, he gives me a gives me a call. And he was like, I wish people could I wish I can play the audio, but he was really distraught about losing Drew. But very, very excited about having Dame. <laughs> so it's like that. It's like the, the emotions, you know, it's, it's, he, he described it as bittersweet. And so, uh, you know, he just talked, he just talked really glowingly and favorably about the person, first and foremost, that Drew Holiday is. And he talked about the steal that he had in game five in the finals that helped them win their first championship and how he's always going to be indebted to him. Say he loves Drew, Drew loves his family. He loves everything he stands for. And so he's he really caught in a tough place there because, yes, Giannis, you know, he did have words out there kind to uh, um, illustrating the need for the Bucks to continue to try to improve the roster if they want to keep him. And, you know, in doing so, you know, you're going to you're going to lose. There's going to be collateral damage. You're going to lose key pieces. And Drew Holiday is one of those guys. And, you know, then he then he goes into Dame and saying, like, you know, Dame's going to be spread the floor and, you know, the pick and roll game. So, he, he you know, it, it was tough for Giannis, too. It was very tough for Giannis, too, because, you know, he had those public comments. And then this happens. And, you know, you lose a great player and a greater person to to get Damian Lillard. So, tough, tough situation all the way around. But, well, uh, I have, I have no, the quote here because I've got your piece open. And here's, here's what uh, you want. Quote. Drew is my effing. Hold on, hold on, Stein. Oh, no, 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 no. Stein, if you're going to read this, read this for verbatim. I want you to read every single word, Stein. Every single You'd word. You'd love go to ahead. get me in trouble, man. <laughs> go, love- go ahead, Stein. <laughs> if Giannis can do it, you can do it. Drew is my fucking brother for life. There you go. There you I go. love his family. I love him. I appreciate him. I wish him nothing but the best. He blessed me with a fucking championship, Antetokounmpo told BR. He's the one who made that huge steal in game five of the finals. I went to battle with him multiple times. Fuck basketball. Fuck the media shit. This guy is my brother for life, and it's always going to be like that. He's going to thrive wherever he ends up. And then uh, he continues. Now, at the same time, I'm excited to have Dame. He gives us a chance to win a championship. I'm excited to play with the caliber of player that he is. He can score the ball in his sleep and shoot the lights out. It's a bittersweet day for the city of Milwaukee. You get Dame, who is a great player, but you lose a great guy. Drew took us to the promised land. I'm 10 years in now. I know it's a business. At the end of the day, Drew will always be my brother for life. He's one of the best human beings I've ever been around, but we've got to focus on the goal to win a championship. Dame wants this. He's hungry to win, and he's going to push us. I'm very happy to have him on our team. I actually want to see if you would expound. You had a tweet right after the trade about Giannis in a barbershop in Fresno. And I I know more of that story, but I don't think the audience knows that story. So can you kind of tell that? Stein, I think no. I told that story here on, on this podcast. You don't want to retell that whole story? I can. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So this would this would be the off you know the off season the Bucks are eliminated and every summer, I, so for full transparency, um, uh, Giannis's fiance is my cousin. That's my blood cousin Mariah. She's from Fresno, like I am. You know they have um, beautiful kids. You know those are my cousins. So um, every summer, Giannis takes a trip to Fresno. It spends time with the family down there. And I got a phone call from one of my partners who was at Phase 2 Barbershop in Fresno. It's a popular barbershop we have in Fresno. It's been there for years, decades, a few decades. And Giannis, Giannis went there. Uh, my cousin took Giannis up in there. And my, my partner who told me that he was there was just raving about how Giannis was just saying, like, giving them like great stories like just being free and open and transparent about how he feels about what he's looking for you know in a team and who he wants to play play for and play with all like he was being transparent and I'm not even going to say some of the stuff (laughs) that he said because it was off the record you know no cameras were in there so uh, props to uh to the people that were getting haircuts for keep, keeping their phones uh, in their pockets. But one thing, one thing for sure, he was asked, like, if is there one player that he would like to play with that he hasn't played with before? And without hesitation, he said Damian Lillard. So, you know, that, that you know, and then look, you know, they, they brought this up on social media. I think it was, what was this past, this past draft? Yeah, this all-star draft game. Draft all-star. Yeah, this all-star game. Giannis made Dame the number one pick over his teammate Drew Holiday. Yeah, which, because I am i can't even remember yesterday, so, of course, I did forget all that. And now it's like, wow. That <laughs> was, that, that was, that was, it was right there in front of us, and we, we, we didn't realize it. Yeah, yeah. So, this has been going on, going on for a minute. But, no, he, he, um. He he revealed that in a barbershop with a, about ten people in that shop, and so I, sh- I shouldn't meddle. People, I, I shouldn't. Stories. I should not meddle into your writing life, but I can't resist. Someday I would love to read when <laughs> I want to read Chris Haynes and Giannis. I want to read a day in the. I want to read a story, a day diary of you guys in Fresno. Because, <laughs> because that's the thing. I think people are like, "Why is yeah. Giannis in Fresno?" I kid you not. So Stein, this was about seven years ago. I kid you not. About seven years ago, I'm covering the Portland Trailblazers at one point, and I believe they're in the playoffs. My, the high school I went to is Edison High School, where same high school as your good pal Bruce Bowen. Yes, indeed. So, so Edison Cal State high Fullerton school, legend. 
Yes, that, that Bruce Bowen. So Edison High School is on the west side of Fresno, which is the roughest side of town in Fresno. So just for background. So my dad, who's not, you know, he doesn't keep up with things that well, with what's going on in the news and things. So a lot of times when he brings things up, I have to clarify and and tell him what's really going on. So I'm, I just know I'm covering a playoff series and my dad gives me a call. I, I pick up and I'm like, what's up, dad? He said, hey, the Greek freak is at Edison High School. And I'm like, what, dad? What's wrong with you? Like, I'm mad and like, I'm almost about to hang up on my dad because I'm like, I'm busy. Like, I got like, why is the Greek freak at Edison High School in Fresno? Like, what is the point? What is he talking about? Like, the Greek freak is at Edison. I saw him. Like, dad, you saw some other tall dude. You didn't see no Giannis Antetokounmpo in Fresno at Edison High School. Stop it. So I hung up. I dismissed it. And uh, about a month later, I was, was it Vegas? I don't know, but I saw Mariah, you know, uh, Mariah used to work at, um, Mariah used to work for the Philadelphia 76ers. She used to work in their media relations department. And I would get accustomed to meeting up with her in uh, Philadelphia, you know, saying, you know, when I get there on the road, we'll catch up or whatever. And then um, she never told me one thing. Last thing, first thing I heard, her dad, Pat, which is my, that's my first cousin, her dad, said, yeah, Mariah moved to Milwaukee. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Her dad's the one that told me. So then it just hit, I'm like, hold on. She really is, she's, she's with Giannis. Yes, she's with Giannis, Chris. Like, wow. Just wow. So that's how that all that's how it all transpired, man. So uh yeah, I have yet to actually I have yet to be in Fresno the same time the Giannis has been there. Ever since they've been together. I have yet to be there at the same time. The city, Either, the, city the city can't handle that much stardom at once. Oh, that's 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 a lot. That's a, it's barely can handle it with just me. That, that's that's a lot, Stein. Um so all right, I uh, back to your story here. So I mean, look, the first quote you run is you know, is a headline in itself. I mean, for one, Dame wrote an incredible thank you letter to the city of Portland and to fans. You gotta, you have to read the whole thing. If you haven't seen it, it's, he thanked everybody. It's it's eight screenshots long. And, uh, you know, I actually tweeted the last line because, you know, it was a beautifully written line quote. I do believe a day will come where I put on a blazers uniform again on again, and hopefully by then I'll be forgiven, Dame says, for breaking your hearts along with my own. So, I mean, he knows that he's, you know, disappointed a lot of Blazers fans by leaving. But, I mean, look, this this quote in your story, again, the first quote, this is from Dame again. First quote to you. How this summer played out behind the scenes definitely definitely left a sour taste in my mouth. But it doesn't change and doesn't change the amazing experiences I've, I've had with the Trailblazers and this city. I'll always cherish cherish this place. This is my home. I'll always live here, regardless. So, I mean, he's he's referring there in the beginning to just the way this all went down. Your story details over and over about how the Blazers they just would not engage Miami. They were not going to trade Dame to the team he wanted to be traded to. That's and look, that's their right as a team. That, you know, Dame was under contract. They can do whatever they want to do when that's the scenario. Uh, Dame did extensions in the NBA. You can only get a no trade clause if you have eight years in the league, four with the same team. But, and this is a huge disclaimer, you have to have a new contract and negotiate the no trade clause into a new contract. Dame always did extensions, so a no trade clause could not be added to his contract extensions and thus he didn't have one. So he was hoping that after 11 years with one team that the Blazers would send him where he wanted to go. It didn't go down like that. You obviously have lived in Portland. You've covered the Blazers from close range. You know that area well. I mean, how how do you think, what's the reaction going to be there to some of these things that you've revealed in this piece? Um, 
Mix, you know, I, I look on, I don't look on social media. Well, social media. Let's talk about Twitter or what is it called, X. I don't look on X like I used to anymore. I used to divulge a lot of time scrolling through. Um, so I, I don't really know what the um, the mood is, but there are people that I follow, and you know, I get notifications when they respond to a tweet, and so I I've kind of checked out the vibe and the narrative and the feel since that story has has gotten out and you know it's mixed mix a mixed bag i guess um you know another thing and um you know you talked about dames stein you talked about dames thank you letter man he thanked everybody everybody he he named all the beat writers in portland he the training staff people behind the scenes um with the team that people wouldn't even know their names like he he, this, this is really thoughtful, and I, he he worked a long time on it. I was waiting for him to to drop that. Well, he even thanked Neil O'Shea, who's the former GM who got fired a few years ago for cause, and um, you know they didn't have a the best relationship, you know, towards the end of O'Shea's tenure with the Portland Trailblazers. He, he even thanked him. He did not thank, however, Joe Cronin, and. You know, even in my story, you know, he talked to, you know, again, I, I mentioned already, but he was at the facility and Joe, Joe wouldn't, didn't address him, didn't say anything to him. Um, you know, also in my story, and this has gotten some attention, you know, he was, he was asked to sit out the final 10 games of the regular season last year to help the team improve their draft odds. Dame doesn't like sitting out. That's not him. Well, that's going to get a lot of attention. I'm really yeah. curious to see what the league does with that because that is, uh, you know, teams are always, you know, accused of sitting guys to tank at the end of the season. Obviously, we had the situation in Dallas where, you know, the Mavs were dinged 750000 for um, what, what happened in their last few games of the season when uh, – you know, basically they held out a slew of guys on it from the second to last game of the season because they were clearly trying at that point to hold on to the number 10 pick, which they did hold on to and was a huge part of their draft night. And, and look, the reality is Portland has done this two years in a row, two years in a row after the all-star break, they've, they've taken this course to try to play for a pick. And, but, but your story is shining a major spotlight on it with that passage. Yeah, but it goes on. It you know multiple teams operate like that. Yep, no question. It's, so, it's it's by no means just Portland, just Dallas. Yeah. But my, all I'm saying is the league when it's when it, when when a spotlight gets on a situation, that's typically when the league feels the need to step in. So I wonder. Yeah. You know, and I'm trying to scroll here to get to this. Uh, here, this is what you wrote. This is this is in Chris's piece. According to sources, Portland had asked Lillard to sit out the final 10 games of the 2022-23 regular season to help the franchise improve its lottery odds. He was told the higher the draft pick, the better chance they had at using the pick to facilitate a trade for a proven veteran player. He reluctantly acquiesced to being shut down, citing a, quote, calf injury, end quote. Portland went one and nine to finish the season and would go on to win the number three pick and select Scoot Henderson, a promising young point guard the team planned to keep. So again, when it when it is spotlighted in that manner, um, I don't think we've heard the last of this. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but it, it, it's just starting, I think, um covering, you know, covering the Portland Trailblazers and covering Damian Lillard, you know, he's arguably regarded as, you know, the the best trailblazer of all time. And not just talent wise or even even accomplishment wise, just what he meant to that organization. He repped them like no other player has repped that city and that organization. And he wanted and the thing Stein, the thing that hurts with him is, you know, his his words are genuine. They're real. He wanted to win there. He did everything he could to try to recruit some of the best players out there, he just could not get 
players to come to Portland. Like he tried, he tried. Um, you know, just think, you know, just think about Giannis, like somebody like Giannis. Giannis wanted to play. Dame was the guy he really wanted to play with. You know, had they been in in a in another city, some other attractive market, they they probably would have connected somewhere else. But it it was just it was hard, and Dame didn't mind it being hard. He wanted to stick it through. All he all he asked was that the organization tries to do what it can to have that same level of commitment to reach the promised land that he had. And it, over the last couple of years, he you know he finally realized that they weren't on the same page. And so that's what and I and I brought all that stuff up about the um, you know him sitting out the regular season and you know with the promise that they would use that that pick that high pick to go after a veteran guy which they did and they they kind of told everyone right away that they were keeping that pick so you know that's why he he, he felt misled and um and that's what you know a culmination of those things are what led to him asking out in the first place so in my story today, which wasn't even a fraction as good as yours, but I did earlier today kind of try to break down the trade in terms of looking at the five teams that I most closely associated with this trade. Obviously, you've got the three that actually did the trade, Milwaukee, Portland, and Phoenix, and then the two teams who were the most talked about suitors until Dame actually landed in Milwaukee, and that would be Miami, the team he wanted to go to, and then Toronto, which their interest in Dame has it, it it really did generate the most media coverage over the past week until the actual trade came to fruition. So in in that piece I wrote and I'm certainly not, I don't think I'm the only one saying this that Portland will be judged on how it really did in this trade. I think we have to see what happens with Drew Holiday and what they get yeah. for Holiday to yeah. fully gauge the package and uh, you know, how much, uh, what kind of, you know, the, we need to know the full return before we can, we can try to grade what they've done here, but look, Dame himself in his, in his thank you farewell said, you know, he acknowledges that he, he definitely broke some hearts in rip city by asking to be traded and trying to get to Miami. And, you know, he asked the question, will he, will, you know, Will he be forgiven? I he will, right? I mean, Bla- Blazers course, fans yeah. will. I mean, they will get past this, don't you think? Yeah, time time heals. Time heals all wounds. Um, that that's part of it, you know. I mean, it's it's rare that a franchise player stays with that team the duration of his career. It's it's, it's rare. But you so know me, I'm a bask I'm a basketball romantic who yeah. roots for, who roots for these things. So I mean, I did. I really did. I would have loved to have seen it worked out and that he could have stayed there and, you know, tried to tried to win that championship there. But I mean, the situation he's going to, I mean, is, is, is as fascinating as it gets. Is it, you know, I I, I told him Stein, I was like, man, like, yes, I know you won in Miami. And for many ways, for many, for many reasons, (laughs) <laughs> I, I wanted Miami too. Yeah, you were gonna get your you were gonna get your little new apartment in on South Beach, and now are you are you gonna become a part? Are you becoming a part time Milwaukee resident? Is that part of this trade? I'll say this: I'll be in Milwaukee this weekend. I'll say that. So are you? Have you switched to Bucks Media Day now? Yes, they reassigned me. So Bucks me breaking news: I'm, Chris I'm Haynes <laughs> is covering Bucks. What were you supposed to do initially? Lakers. Look at that. That's the big, that's Thursday's trade. Lakers media day for Bucks media day. Chris Haynes. I got to be there. I got to be there. You know, we weren't even. I don't blame you. Before. So we had about, we had about, you know, we had about seven reporters all dispersed out to the, I would say probably what the juiciest what's going to be the juiciest media days, you know, whether that storylines or just star players that you have to go cover. Um, we didn't have Milwaukee. We, we, we were not scheduled to be in Milwaukee. And so when, um, really, even, even after all, all of Giannis's yeah. comments this, this summer, 
No. Well, yeah, we weren't. Yeah, we were not scheduled. We weren't scheduled to be in Milwaukee. Um, so I've been reassigned. So I tell you, so I, I don't know. I don't want to give too much because, I, you know, I don't think that would be right. But there's a team that's going to get left out of this equation. And I have a I pretty good idea what team that's going to be. So I, I'll say this. So before, I, I'll probably get myself in trouble. It Don't was get so, in trouble. Don't <laughs> Well, I guess – no, I was going to – I ain't giving too much. But, uh, you know, we were going to be in Memphis, Sacramento, Philly, Lakers, Suns, Golden State, Boston. Those were the teams. So out of those teams, who do you think is probably getting getting yanked now that I'm going from L.A. to Milwaukee? Right, I don't know the again. answer, Memphis, but it's Memphis, Memphis, Sac, Philly, Boston, Boston, Lakers, and who else? There's Warriors, two more. Warriors, Warriors, Sacramento. I already had Sacramento. And, and, so and Denver, and Denver, and Denver, Denver. Oh, and, and yeah, we the defending champs, you probably yeah. need to cover. <laughs> yeah, right, you got to go there. Denver, Warriors, Memphis. I'm going to uh, sack Philly, Boston Lakers. I'm going to say sack is going to get bumped off. <laughs> I don't hometown, know. But... <laughs> your, home, your hometown Kings. Oh yeah, man. Is Mike know. Brown going to be upset? Mike Brown is not. <laughs> I was with Mike, uh, Mike Brown is going to be downloading this pod Friday morning. And he is going to be calling you. <laughs> I was with Mike yesterday. Last night we went to a comedy <laughs> show last night. I'm not liking the Kings chances. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's let's talk about the basketball for a second. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Is Milwaukee the favorites in the East now? They are for me. Yeah. Favorites in the East, yeah, for sure. For sure. Stein, they didn't they didn't lose much. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't, you know, you can make the case they didn't lose much at all. You know, like Dame is ready. Like Dame is going to be, and it's crazy. I, I know this to be true, but to hear Dame tell me. You know, it's in the story, you know, to have the 
he's he's thrilled to have the opportunity to play with somebody better than him. And I've never heard him say that before. Like, and you, we we know, you know, Giannis is a is he two time or three time MVP? Two time league, right? Two time MVP. Two time, two time regular season, one time in the finals. Yeah, and you, you know, I mean, you know that stuff, but it's like it, it kind of really hits you, like, dang, like, dang, this is something different. And so, no, I they're they're the favorites, man. It, and Dame is going to spread that floor. They're going to have so much room to operate. Giannis is going to be able to do his thing. Chris Middleton is going to get so many open shots. It's going to it's going to be chaos. It's going to be chaos. They're definitely the favorites in the East, and shoot, I would I would say probably even the favorites in the entire league. Well, look, I mean, they're losing Holiday is going to be a big blow, and there's no question that that's going to change this team in a dramatic way. But I I am a believer that what Dame brings offensively, how dynamic he is offensively, is going to offset some of what they're losing defensively because that that's the thing, Giannis and Dame are going to co-carry this team. And neither one has ever had that opportunity to co-carry a team. And that should make them incredibly dangerous. And when when the Bucks have flamed out in the playoffs, offense, grind, you know, offense in the grindy conditions of playoff yep. basketball, that's been the problem. Yep. You're right. You're 100% right. And look, and- Philly, Philly, with Harden still there, crazy uncertain what we're going to see out of the Sixers. Miami, they didn't trade for Bradley Beal. They were we we were told at the time they were saving all their best chips for Lillard. They didn't get Dame Lillard. Now the Heat will tell you they didn't have a chance to get Dame Lillard. And Dame's agent Aaron Goodwin has gone on record as basically saying the Heat didn't even have a chance to properly negotiate but whatever the circumstances the heat have lost Gabe Vincent they've lost Max Struess and they weren't able to make a big trade they've taken a step back and Boston there's a lot of uncertainty Um, Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of they they made a bold move too to bring in Porzingis but moving on from Marcus Smart and Grant Williams you know they're gonna be going through a transition too so the east is there for Milwaukee's taking for sure, for sure. I, I'm excited to see it all. I'm excited to see it all play. And obviously, you know, that's Dame is my guy. I'm very happy for him. And that's what I was trying to say early on. Is, you know, I know, you know, I told him I know Miami was your your spot, but you probably ended up in the best scenario possible when you're talking about just basketball. That team from top to bottom, they are stacked. Great role players, Jay Crowder, Malik Beasley. Bobby Portis, you know, you got the Lopez twins, like Chris Miller, like this is a, you know, he teams back up with his former teammate, Pat uh, Connaughton, you know, who started off in Portland. They're going to be really good, really, really good. And so I'm happy that he's going to have the opportunity to actually play on the big stage. Let's talk before we go. And look, this is just podcast one of this. is This is a trade with so many such far reaching impact. We're going to be talking about this trade for months and in different ways. And look, if you're, I mean, you're going to Milwaukee, I'm going to want to hear all about that trip. Uh, as soon, as soon as we can pin you down in a corner after, after that one, cause you're, you're going right to, you know, you're going to be there from, from day one of that thing. Like we said, Portland, we got to take a step back and it'll be easier to, to assess how the Blazers did in this trade when we know exactly what they get for Drew Holiday. So let, let's look at Phoenix, a team that you know very well. How do you, you know, Phoenix's involvement here to ship out Aiton, to bring in Yusuf Nurkic, to basically turn Aiton into three or four contracts to address their depth. What do you think about what the Suns did here in, in participating in this? And didn't we do a pod, Stein? You know, I'm getting old. I'm 42 now. We yeah, did a pod. You're, you're talk- getting old. <laughs> we did a pod on... Phoenix's potential involvement last week. Did did we not? <laughs> Man. <laughs> did we? I'm not. Oh, we are clicking on all cylinders, star. I don't I think, think we I think you're agree. I think I think you imagine this. Maybe you when must was our last episode. Pro- Producer Ryan, did we talk at length about Phoenix jumping into this? I don't think we did. This was must Producer have been Producer Ryan, our producer last episode. 
No. Uh, last episode was the Ty Lu interview. See? Prior to that. Ty Lu was the last episode? Wow. Yeah. Uh, prior to that, it was, you did a little bit on the Giannis reaction. And then before that, it was Mark Spears. Yeah, so, I think, I think, I think, I think this was one of your many media appearances a- away from this podcast. You know, I don't do many appearances outside. I saw a Sacramento radio station got you on the air recently. Was that? Yeah, I did. I did do that. You got me there. Did I say anything about that then? Yeah, I did. I did. That's what it was. I did. I talked about it there. Okay. So Phoenix was, thank you, producer Ryan. You know, when you got two old heads up here, sometimes you, the youngsters have to jump in and remind us yeah, two old where heads. we left off at. Two old heads. <laughs> where, where we left off One at. old head and one senior citizen. Oh, man. Oh, speaking of senior citizens, Don, just realized, man, you know, I've been playing basketball four days a week. I'm in two basketball leagues. My left knee has been killing me over the past month. And I'm not good with going and getting checked. But it's just, it's been killing me. I mean, it's not like really stopping me 100% from doing what I got to do, but it's just pain I got to go through. I've never had a surgery, never had anything like that before. So I decided to get checked out this week, get the knee x-ray. I thought I was going to need an MRI. X-ray revealed that I've lost cartilage in my left knee and I'm experiencing arthritis and it's not bone to bone in that left knee. I have a little bit of cartilage left. And he said, he said, what you can do, he says, really nothing you can do to repair it, but you can go get those PRP injections or stem cell injections or get steroid injections. And I'm like, wow, this is what it's come to. And so I'm actually thinking, Stein, he was like, so I called Jarrett Jeffries, you know, who is a, works in the uh, front office of the Denver Nuggets. I covered him in Portland because I remember he got PRP injection when he was in Portland. And so I'm on the phone with him and I was like, hey, what would you recommend? He said, no, get the stem cell injection. He's like, you make enough money where you can go to Europe and go get that. And I'm like, OK, so how much does that cost? He said about 15, 20,000. I'm like, man, you... <laughs> <laughs> like you, like you, crazy man! Like, and then I start thinking I'm crazy. Like, I'm actually thinking I'm an athlete. Like, this is like this procedure is necessary for me. Yeah, you need to go. You need to. You need to go to Germany and get one of those. Well, don't you want to bring? Don't you want to bring the media game back this summer? You didn't bring the. You didn't bring the media game back. Yeah, but that's 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 I can I can tolerate in a game once a year. You know what I mean? Like, I'm actually really contemplating going to Mexico or going to Germany to get some type of procedure as if I got to play 82 games. Yeah, we're going to do, do a pod on that, too, if you do that. <laughs> but, yeah. Can you, uh, not, uh, before, before you answer this son's question, can you still dunk? Yes, I can still dunk. I can just still make, dunk. Just making sure. Just making sure that yeah, half I, making sure that half of this podcast duo can still throw one down. Yeah, I, I'll prove it to you if you need be. But um, yeah, with the Suns, like they they were waiting for the Portland Trailblazers contacted them a few weeks ago. Might have been a little bit earlier than that, and they threw out different scenarios of uh, of what they might be able to give Phoenix in return for DeAndre Ayton, and Phoenix was always they were always. I wouldn't say looking to unload Aiden, but they were very open to moving Aiden. And they just felt like Yusuf Nurkic bringing him on board because he's a guy who who can initiate the offense from the top of the key, dribble handoff, you know, give you pick, give you nice big screens at the top. One of the greatest screener, one of the greatest screeners we have in this league. It's very underrated skill that he has, and nobody really knows about him. And he just works well with better players. And Aiton is a guy who is looking to to continue ascending in his talents and his skill set. He wants more of a role, and I don't think he's going to get that. And I think the Suns felt like they didn't know if Aiton will would um, accept favorably a more diminished role that's centered primarily on the defensive end. And so, but one thing I know, Phoenix. They they are they did want a point guard. I know Phoenix gave 
Portland a list of names, um, that would suffice because they were they were not going to do a, a Nurkic for Aiden swap. They wanted other pieces in return, and so I, you know I don't think Phoenix is done. You know, trying to find that backup point guard. That's that's still something they they lack on that squad. But I, I was told that um, Phoenix was very interested in Kyle Lowry, and I, and I think that's why Dame always held out hope that Portland at last minute will go back to Miami with some potential offer on the table. And that is something that was seeing Kyle Lowry to Phoenix, Phoenix give um, Aiton to, um, to Portland, Nurkic to whatever. And so it, it just never panned out, but no, I, I like the move. Nurk, you know, I know Nurk is happy to be, he loves the sun. And so uh, I know that guy really good. He loves the sun. So, you get a lot of sun in Phoenix, so I, I know I know he's ecstatic about that opportunity. All right, everyone. Like I said, this is just our first kind of look at this massive, massive trade that because, again, because Chris Haynes is the world's foremost daemologist, this is by no means the last time that we are going to put this trade and it's zillions of angles under the microscope. We're going to keep talking about it, keep looking at it. And yeah, if Chris Haynes is going to Milwaukee for the first, the, you know, the first, uh, the very first words of the Giannis and Dame era. I mean, like I said, I'm already curious about uh, what you will learn and hear on that trip. He's going to be, I'm actually going to go a little bit earlier now. So they, they, the Bucks announced that they're having a, a welcome rally right, for Dame, that, yeah. On, yeah, on Saturday, and so you'll so, be there for that too. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be there for that. Go to Carson's for me. Yeah, I, I, I went. I went the last time I was there, and you like phenomenal, it, right? phenomenal steak, phenomenal, yeah, melt so in your mouth. Go to Carson's. Text me a picture. I will be jealous. I love Milwaukee. I really do. I. It's one of my. It's one of my sleeper cities. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, gro- it's growing I, on me. I always have a good time when I go to Milwaukee. All right, everyone. Like I said, that does it for this edition of This League Uncut. But the season is basically here. All 30 teams will be back to work as of Monday. So we will be back to our twice-a-week podcast frequency very, very soon. And you will be getting all kinds of stories about... Chris's travel, Chris's knees, Chris's rec league stats, <laughs> which I'm going to be working to obtain. Let's keep ne- it at knee, Stein. Knee. <laughs> Singular, not plural. Don't, don't say knees. Are you playing well? Are you at least playing well? Stein, I just finished a league in which I averaged 23 points a game in, in this league. How many I'm assists? playing well, man. How many assists? Uh, okay, I give about five, five or six assists. You know, what? I'm, I'm very, yeah, I, I look for my teammates. I look for my teammates, Stein, but it, it really hit me, Stein. Like I'm really, I'm facing a little bit of depression because there's only there's only so much longer that I have left to dunk the ball, and uh, I, I really like that. I really hold that dearly to be able to. I've been doing. I've been dunking the ball since I was 15, and I, I can't dunk it like I used to anymore. But time is catching up, Stein. Time, father time, it captures everybody. And right now it has my knee. (laughs) Man, you are all over the place. All right. I think we did it. This was a good first effort in our attempts to capture all things Dame Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. We will be back soon with more. The season is here. This league uncut. Back in your podcast app, wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, you name it, it's there. Please, if you would be so kind to give us a five-star rating, we would be hugely appreciative. And like I said, we will be back soon with more of This League Uncut. And yes, everyone, let's rejoice. The NBA's 78th season has arrived. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Boom shakalaka! Chris Haynes and Mark Stein!
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.